all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Let's join Bishop Kevin J. Foreman. Takes over, over. Taking over. Ephesians 2.6. Brandon, give me a little volume. Ephesians 2.6, if you would, please remain standing. Um, we're going to get into this tonight. How many people here on Sunday? Amen. Uh, and so say the power of connection. Uh, please understand it is so, so important that you understand that. You understand the importance of covering and all of that. Um, tonight and uh, and tonight we are going to be I believe we're streaming and we are going to be recording tonight because what I'm going to share with you tonight is very very important amen so if you shout just shout this way <laughs> shout towards the wall amen <laughs> uh, Ephesians 2 6 do you have it uh, and raised us up who's us we we is us together say together now, I could stop right there because the problem most folk in the body of Christ is they're selfish. And God can't use them because everything they do is about what they're trying to do. And there's no togetherness. There's no body. There's no one man in it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Uh, and made us. So, so watch this. Made is a what? But, but watch this. God, God says, I didn't ask you your opinion. God says, I'm not asking you where you want to sit. He said he's raised us up and he's done what? Made us to sit. See, that's what God's been doing in some of your life. Y'all keep telling God, no, I'm going to stand up. And God says, I'm going to show you, sat down. And every time you try to buck, God says, I'll cut that off. Every time you try to do your little lottery thing, God says, I'll shut that off. I'll stop that because I'm making you sit. But ask your neighbor, say, where are you sitting? You have been, in a, you have been at a banquet or something and you got the worst seat in the house. And you at the table where don't nobody know el nobody else at the table. Look, he made us to sit how? Together. God says, I'm making my whole body sit. So God says, my body's been out of order, but I'm going to sit them down. But when I sit them down, I'm going to sit them in the right place. And where is that at? Read it. What? Read, read it together. Go. Watch this. Where is Christ? At the right hand of the Father. Where does the Ruach, the breath of God, live? In us. God says, while you're living on earth, I'm making you sit in heavenly places. So your life is simply a heavenly experience playing out on the planet. 
God, I wish these folks would say something to me tonight because I ain't really coming to play tonight. I got a word to drop off, and, and, and that's it. So, so what well, watch this. Uh, say, he made me sit in heavenly places. Now, let me ask you something. Is heaven lacking? Is heaven broke? Is heaven messed up? Does heaven have family problems? Go, go to Revelation 1-6. One more scripture. Revelation 1-6. Revelation 1-6. And tonight, again, uh, I, I just, uh, I, I got such an urgency. I'm, I'm almost bubbling in my spirit tonight because of what I need to deliver to you tonight. Because uh, we, we got to understand uh, exactly what it is God is doing and how he's going to do it. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 7 that and power was given unto one to make war against the saints. And, and please understand, war has been declared against the saints. The, the problem is, is have we made our declaration? And the war is ignorance. Okay, I, I'm going I'm to fix you up. Go to Revelation 1-6. And he has what? May, there it is again. God says, I'm not interested in your opinion, so keep it to yourself. Uh, God, please understand, have you ever noticed God don't ask you how you feel? Right. Now, you may tell him, but he didn't ask you. Right. Yeah, I just feel like, and you know, I just feel tired, Lord. I've been, you know, I just. Say, <laughs> so he made us. Watch this. Kings and what? Say it again. What two things? To his God and Father, to him be glory and what? Now, you've seen that word dominion before. You saw it in the first book of the Bible, Genesis. And God says, let us make them and let them have what? What does dominion mean? Absolute power. So God says, I set you where my son's sitting. I, I wish somebody would get this tonight. I set you in heavenly places. I've set you at my right hand. My right hand is where my strength is. I look to my right before I look to my left. God says, I've set you in a pretty good place. Tell somebody say, I'm sitting in a pretty good place. Your neighbor's problem is they keep looking at the place they're sitting like they're out of the plan of God. Okay, uh, all right, y'all sat down. Okay, let me, let me just, let, look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, one question. Where's your crown? Tell somebody else, say, just one question for you. Where's your crown? Now, now watch this. This is so of my spirit. So if I, if I say some stuff tonight, you know, just, just y'all know y'all bishops, so just, you, you understand? I, you know what I got delivered from a long time ago is y'all. And folk, and people, well, Bishop, you ought to do it like, no, they just, then, then, you know, listen, either you come up to where I'm at or you. I got delivered from folk a long time ago. Well, Bishop didn't, man. Go, go to Lamentations chapter 1. I, I got to work this thing, and I got a very limited time to do it tonight. So y'all got to go with me. We're going to go quick tonight. Y'all can hear me all right? Lamentations chapter number 1. Lamentations chapter number 1. Uh, God has made us to be what? Kings and priests. He made us do what? Sit in heavenly places. Uh, uh, Christ, we sit where he sits at the right hand of the Father. That is the only reason why when you pray, God even pays you any attention. 
God is not paying you attention because of how good you are and how much you give and all that. God says, the only reason I hear you is because when I look at you, I see where my son's sitting. Uh, and where I've imputed his righteousness for your sake, that's what I see when I look at you. Don't you think your education got you nowhere? God says, the only reason that you are where you are is because when I looked at you, I saw my son. Because he's sitting in the same place you're sitting. I've made y'all share the same seat. Remember when you were growing up as a child? I feel like preaching tonight. Remember you were growing up as a child and, and, and you, 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 you couldn't sit at the big folk table, but it was too many kids, so the kids had to share a chair? God says, I made my whole body sit at the same place. Watch this. Lamentations. Watch this. Let me give you the background. Lamentations. Hebrew word, akah. E-I-K-H-A-H. Akah. Here's what it means. How can this be? Okay, I need y'all to stay with me. We're, we're in the book of Lamentations. Lamentations is written by Jeremiah, the prophet. You understand? Lamentations, the word lamentations, you see the root word there, to lament, to mourn. The Hebrew word there, akah, it simply means how. In other words, God, I can't figure out how I got myself in where I'm at. I can't figure out how this happened. I can't figure out how my marriage failed. I can't, fi I can't figure this out. How did I get where I am? Uh, God. But watch this. The book of Lamentations, we're going to look at it. It is a type of where America is right now. Lamentations is a continuation of Jeremiah's writing. Jeremiah, in the entire book of Lamentations, you see him wailing and crying. He's crying out. Matter of fact, when he's writing this book, he isolated himself and he wrote this book because he enclosed himself and said, God, I don't understand how it is that we got ourselves in this mess. And so he locks himself away. He isolates himself. Let me just take a minute to interrupt. That's what most men do when they can't understand stuff. Opposed to going and asking and being a real man, they lock themselves up and try to figure it out in themselves. And so they like Johnny. Johnny got mad and takes his marbles home. Men, we got to understand the Bible says iron sharpens iron, so shall the countenance of a man sharpen another. You need to touch somebody and say you need somebody. Everybody needs somebody sometimes. Watch this. So, so watch this. Go to Lamentations. Chapter number one. Now, let me give you some more background. Jeremiah, when you look at his life, you know in Jeremiah chapter one, what does the Lord say to him? Jeremiah, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. I ordained you and sanctified you a what? A prophet to the nations. Sanctified means set apart. Come on, y'all with me? Y'all got to go tonight. God says, Jeremiah, before you got here, I made you different. And you've been trying to figure out, Jeremiah, why you don't fit in with everybody else and why you can't fit in with status quo. And the reason is because before you got here, I made you different. I made it so nobody would understand you. And you can be having a conversation. I'm not saying anything. You can be having a conversation with people and people won't even understand you. It'll go way over their head because God says, before you got here, I sanctified you, set you apart. You're different. Remember when you were a kid, you got set apart in time out. In other words, everybody would know that you did something. God says, before you got here, I put you in a spiritual timeout. Everybody going to know something different about you. Ah. Jeremiah, he's lonely. And he's lonely because of his mission. And let me make an announcement to you. When you finally start operating in your assignment and in your mission, you could be in a room full of people but still sometimes feel by yourself. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. 
You, you can have all your family over and still feel like I, I'm not the only one that's seeing what I'm seeing and hearing what I'm hearing. Am I the only one? Jeremiah, he's lonely in his life. And the worst thing you can do when you're lonely is to try to remedy it. The worst thing you can do when you're by yourself is to try to get folk around you for the sake of having folk around you. The reason Jeremiah had to be sanctified is because he was the prophet that had to speak to them. He could not commingle with the thing he was supposed to correct. Ah, oh, God, you're going to have to get us there, Lord. Hallelujah. You, you, your problem is you're too common with folk. And nobody respects your vision. Nobody respects your word. Nobody respects your Jesus because you're too common. They look at you and they see no difference between them. Except you got your Final Harvest t-shirt on. And you got your Jesus fish on your back. Would the world know you're saved if you didn't have all that? Watch this. He's lonely because of his mission. Now let's dig into this. Y'all ready to dig? Lamentations. I told you it's the Hebrew word what? Achab, meaning what? How? Lamentations 3. Go to 3. I want you to go to 22. Now, remember, I told you the book of Lamentations is a what? Ty oh, I'm sorry. Go to Lamentations 1. I don't want to go to 3 yet. It's a type of where America is right now. Because please understand. Please understand. Uh, God was not shocked at what happened in 08 in America. He had been warning America for years. And, and what God is saying now is God is saying, I need to make sure the church doesn't look like the world. Otherwise, they're going to fall up under the same thing that the world's got to go through. Say distinction. Say difference. Now, remember, I'm preaching, ministering and teaching you on tonight. And I'm going to kind of preach, teach, whatever tonight uh, is, is this. Where's your crown? Because kings do not hang out with common folk. Because the king understands wherever he goes, he's representing his kingdom. And actually, if you look at Revelation 1.6, the text actually said he's made us a king and priest. The, if, you, if you research it, it actually says he's made us a kingdom that happened to be priests. What is God building? Kingdom. But to have a kingdom, you have to have a... No, y'all need to... A nation. To have a nation, you have to have... Tribes, to have tribes, you have to have. To have families, you have to have. You have a father. Watch this. Get this. Lamentations 1. Go to verse 1 through 2. How lonely sits the city. Now, he's literally talking here about their city, their holy city, which has been besieged. How lonely sits the city that was once full of folk. How lonely sits your life that was once full of folk. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. All right. Lord, I would just, listen, I can go preach it to myself and get better shouting in there. Watch this. How like a widow she is. Meaning she used to have something in her life that gave her life. What is a widow? She's simply a single. Now, please understand, in this context, it's not just referring to woman. 
referring to Adam, mankind. Who was great among the nations. Now, Lamentations is a type of who? America. The princes among the provinces have become slaves. God says, the ones that were the head Okay, I need y'all to get this. Get this. Ah, two. She weeps. Who's she? Talking about the nation. Weeps what? Bitterly in the night. Her tears are on her cheeks. Watch this. Among all her lovers, she has none to comfort her. It's quiet in this church. God says, amongst all the stuff you refused to serve God for and you served it, it doesn't even bring you comfort no more. That man don't even bring you comfort no more. That woman don't even bring you comfort no more. God is saying amongst all your lovers, you can't even find peace. Literally there, he means amongst all the other gods you served. A god simply means a what? A source. Amongst all the other sources you serve, your job, God says that don't, you don't even like it no more. Watch this. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. Now keep it in the cut. Let's, let's put it back in America's context. All the allies said, we threw with y'all. Y- y'all got too much going on over there. Y'all don't even know whether y'all coming or going. Y'all printing up money. You ain't got no gold to support. I don't know what y'all doing. I- now let's put it in context of your life. That's my best friend. We've been knowing each other since. Watch this. They have become her what? Enemies. They were on your side and now they're trying to set you up. But now let's put it back in the context of America. They're plotting and scheming. But, but let me just take an interruption here, but just, just in case somebody stops listening to the tape right here. Will you please understand, for the kingdom, there's no gloom and doom coming. Uh, I need to make an announcement to you. I, I just need to make that announcement to you. Everybody talking about this, that, and the other. No, you better read your book. Watch this. Go, go, to, verse, go to verse 5. Her adversaries have become her master. In other words, the thing she used to conquer now conquers her. Watch this. Worse yet, her enemies prosper. God, how is it she ain't living right? He ain't doing right. He ain't been to church in years. How he doing? How he, how he get that? Y'all don't want to talk. For the Lord has afflicted her. Watch this. Why? Because of the multitude of her transgressions. What does it mean to transgress? Willing disobedience. God says, it ain't that did nobody tell you the word. You just willingly said, I'm not doing that. Uh 
And I know I need to treat this person right, but I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to find a scripture to justify me not wanting to do that. And I know I'm supposed to give, but let me get on the internet and find some loser that ain't got nothing better to do and find out what they say. I can say it's old covenant. Yeah, I already told you it's going to be it's going to be a little. I warned you. Her children, watch this, have gone into captivity before the enemy. What do you mean? How does that apply to America? You know, let me let me tell you who runs your kids. MTV. BET runs your kids. VH1 runs your kids. P. Diddy run your kids. Making the band run your kids. A bishop, no it don't. So then why do you let them whatever you make the issue, you make the idol. Why is it your kids got a condo in your house? It's my privacy. What the world? What you? Don't violate my space. I'm my own person. Y'all laughing. And just to prove it, we got a special video. We've been in y'all's houses. Let's play it. <laughs> Folks are going to start tipping out the church. Wait a minute. Now, hold on. I didn't read Patriot Act, Patriot Act, privacy, something. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Her children have gone into captivity before the enemy. We got a nation of young people that have been besieged. And yet we have them shouting meetings. We got a nation of folk that don't even know the word. And we have shout meetings. What's this? You, you, you hear? Go down to verse 19. And I encourage you in your personal time, you need to study this. I only got a few minutes up. You need to study this and go through this whole book. Read the whole book. The whole book is really just him crying out. Go to verse 19. I called for my lovers, but they deceived me. Watch this. God says, the thing you've been cheating on God with. God says, you call them and they lie on where they at. God says, God says, because where I got my body right now, nothing's going to fix it but me. That's what the Lord says. You, you can call who you want. You can get a prayer partner. You can get a prayer group. God said, ain't none of that going to work until you realize and walk in what I've ordained for you to walk in. And God says, you can keep running and being disobedient if you want to. God says, I'm not running out of time, but you are. Oh, Lord, they ain't ready for this tonight. They, they are not ready. They are not. They ain't ready. All right, Lord. All right. What's well, this? God says you can keep wasting time if you want to, or you can shut up and sit down. What does that mean? Submit. Get your skin. 
So cover it. How many problems you keep running into because you won't let nobody tell you nothing? If you knew that much, your life would be in a lot better place. Obviously, you don't know as much as you think you know. I ain't going to submit to that man. And that's why your family walked out your money fund because you won't submit to nobody. If you won't put skin on, God can't trust you to stand up and walk. You got to get Sunday's tape. You got to get Sunday's tape. Watch this. Uh, say Satan's role. Now, now watch this. And, and you got to get in Bible college so you understand the depth of this. I don't have time to go into it too deep. Understand this. When we read in Scripture where it says the Lord was anger, angry and the Lord did this and the Lord did that, the Jews have never to this day, and they are right, have ever accepted the concept of the devil. That is a New Testament thing that came out of Greek mythology, the concept of the devil. What there is is what the scripture calls hasatan, H-A-S-A-T-A-N. It's the Hebrew term meaning the adversary. Here's what you need to know. It is not that it was God doing this stuff and killing folks. God just simply moved his hand so that everything the hasatan wanted to do, he could do. I need you to understand that. I need you to understand that. God says, God says, the punishment, because the Jews, they said, we can't attribute this to the devil because he, there's no, what? He has no power. There is the adversary, and we call him the devil, of course, today. There's the adversary, and that adversary, please understand, he only can take orders from God. Job, Satan, where you been? You consider Job? Go mess with him a little bit. But, Lord, you have a hedge. You have your hand on him. Well, move your hand. Are you getting this? So, so understand, when we're reading this, I don't want you to think God's got anger management problems. Because uh, a lot of folk, you know, think God is just this, he's just breathing down, he's just, what are you doing? God says, that ain't me. God says, what I do, though, is, is I get so frustrated with the fact that you like being average, I move my hand. This is too much, Holy Ghost. This is too much. All right. Well, what's this? Verse 19. I call for my lovers, but they deceived me. God says, in other words, uh, what, what used to get you through the night won't even work no more. I, I could work, but I'm not because I ain't got time. My priest and my elders breathed last in the city while they sought food to restore their life. What is he saying? He's saying the only people that would stand up and declare the word, they died because, because the body wasn't responding to what they were saying. 1,500 pastors a month quit the ministry. Why? Because they're just trying to live and survive, and they're trying to get vision into people, and people are not able to produce vision. The reason they're not able to produce vision is because Ezekiel 37, because they're dry bones, preaching the same thing you've been preaching for years. Reading somebody else's song book and somebody else's preaching book and taking somebody else's note. And God is saying, that ain't going to work no more. What you're going to have to preach is what's in my heart. And God says, if I can't find somebody like that, I'll let the priests and the elders die. You better hear what God is doing in the body of Christ. God is saying, I am changing and I am changing guards. God said, please, please understand, I just got to just work this. God is saying, I have been looking for my body to produce fruit, and it has produced nothing but a bunch of spiritual weirdos. 
Where's the fruit? God says, where's the fruit, fig tree? House of Israel, what the fig tree means. Where's your fruit? Well, Lord, we, you know, we, we had this happen. Lord, we, you know, we paid the building off. In 70 years, that's the best we could do. God is saying this. God is saying this. Please understand, it's the same thing he did with Jesus. God says, I will overthrow the government until I get what I want. God did it time after time again in, in his church, in, in the kingdom. God, he would throw, overthrow the government. When Jesus came, Jesus came to overthrow. What did he say? I didn't come with peace. I came with a sword. You don't need a sword unless you're going to decapitate the head, which is called a coup. Overthrowing of the government. Jesus said, Jews, when I came to y'all, y'all were nothing but a bunch of uh, separatists. The word Pharisee and Sadducee in scripture, it means separatists. And Jesus said, I'm frustrated. I'm, I, this is a mess. And y'all coming and praying to me and you praying and saying all that just so somebody think you spiritual. And you try to out-tongue one another in the church and try to out-shout out one another in the church and try to compete. God says, I'm, I don't like what I see. So God says, I'm going to send my son and he's going to overthrow. So when he came, what does he do? He walks up to the synagogues and he says, Mr. Rabbi, Mr. Priest, that ain't right. He overthrows the government and he establishes a new system called kingdom. God in his body, you better hear me. Right now what God is doing, God is saying, I'm overthrowing the system. Because I don't like what I see. I don't see no fruit. Got big churches with no power. Thousands of folks and can't pray a headache off. Y'all ain't talking to me. Got a big budget, but ain't got no power. Got, got a big budget, but ain't nobody's life been changed. You're just swapping saints and switching sheep. This is too much. I ain't going to finish this tonight. And, and God is saying, I'm overthrowing the system. Now, let me tell you what God did in America. Let me be very clear before I say this. I'm not a Democrat nor a Republican. I'm a kingdomcrat. You want to know who Bishop voted for? Look, they can show you mine. They got it on the internet. Jesus. That's who I voted for. They said, sir, he's not on the list. And I said, listen, you can't see it. It's spiritual. <laughs> what did God do in the nation? God says, I'm sick of what I've been seeing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to overthrow and God says, I'm going to use somebody that doesn't look like they're supposed to be there. Because it ain't about man. God says, I just want to show y'all I'm overthrowing the system. Let me be very clear. I ain't, I ain't, let me be very clear. Let me say that again because this is Denver. Let me say it again. I ain't for, again. I, listen, I'm for Jesus. But what God is doing is God is saying, I overthrew in the natural to give you a precursor of what I'm about to do in the spiritual. God says, I ain't been seeing the fruit I want to see out of my body. America is a mess. The church is a mess. It's out of order. People come when they want. They do what they want. Don't nobody submit. God says it's out of order. So God says, I'm overthrowing. So I showed America what it looks like in the natural. So when I do it in the spiritual, everybody already be prepared for it. 
say the overthrow. Now watch this. Go to Lamentations 3. Lamentations 3 and 22. Uh, are you here? God says, until I see what I want, I'll overthrow. And God says, y'all keep talking about, you know, uh, Jesus coming, Jesus coming. He said, yeah, that, that's true. But do you not know the heavens are holding me back? The heavens are holding me back until I see myself. The whole creation groaneth for the manifestation of the sons of God. Now, let me explain to you what that means. God says, y'all can keep talking about last days, last days coming back. But God just says, let me just help you understand something. Until y'all look like me, heaven ain't letting me come. Are you here? 322, watch this. Though, or through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. So he goes on and he start, He has this big thing. He's going and he's saying, listen, all this bad stuff. Then he says, listen, but through the Lord's mercies, somehow we survived. The whole company was laying off, but somehow my job, which I thought was the most insignificant of jobs. God says, mercy. Somebody say, mercy. Everybody else lost their 401, but, but somehow. You did get laid off, but you found something real quick, and you were shocked at how. Because his compassions, what did they do? Failed not. They are new when? Every morning. Now, you need to understand something about a morning. The, the, the way the Bible deals with the day is the day starts the night before. The evening and the morning, and they were one day. Please understand, God says a brand new day starts when it looks like hell. A brand new day starts right in your midnight, right in the worst possible part of your situation. That's when I send some new mercy to cover you. Right when you feel like throwing in the towel, that's when I step in and give you some new mercy. Tell somebody, say new mercies. You getting it? Look at it. The Lord is good to those who what? Wait for him. Wait meaning what? Serve. God says, I'll do you real good. But God, God said, please understand, if you ever had, and I know you spiritual, you don't know nothing about sugar daddies and all that. But, but if you know something about sugar daddy, you understand the sugar daddy said, I'm going to take good care of you. God says, when you serve me, I got you. You can be at a restaurant and not know how you're going to pay for the meal. But God says, since you serve me, Go pay for that for her. Handle that. Tell somebody say, God got it. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got it. I, I ain't worried about it. He's good to me because I got a covenant that says if I serve him, he's going to be good to me. Watch this. To the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait what? Quietly for the salvation of the Lord. God, God says this. God says this, America. God says, the noise you make it now better be noise to seek me. If my people who are called by my name, please understand to change, to turn this country around, it, it ain't, the world can't do it. And God didn't say, I need the world, I need America to pray. God says, I just need my folk to pray. The world don't have to let us, they, they can keep praying out all they want. God says, that's all right, I just need my people to pray. All right. It is good for a man to bear what? The yoke, say burden. Underline the word yoke or burden. In his youth, let him sit alone and keep quiet because God laid it on him. 
God says, please understand, there's, there's stuff that sometimes you look at that happened to you in your youth. And you still ain't figured out why it happened to this day. And Jeremiah just said, it was good that I put that on you. It was good that your family made you the black sheep. What you complaining about? What are you complaining about? God says, I put that yoke, I put that burden there. Because somebody say, it's not about you. It's good for a man to bear the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone and keep silent because God has laid it on him. There's some of you worried about some of the stuff some of your kids are going through and worried about this. And, and some folks stay in relationships because they want the kids to have both parents not realizing that that can be the most destructive thing you could ever do to kids just to keep a man around or to keep a woman in the house. God says, whatever they got to deal with, I put that yoke there. Yoke just means burden. I put that yoke there, and it's good for them. Because if they don't learn how to handle yoke when they're young. See, the problem with some of y'all is y'all keep rescuing your kids. And sometimes you need to let them just go through what they got themselves into. And you keep trying to rescue them. And try. No, God says, listen, you got to let, otherwise they're going to be prodigal. What does prodigal mean? Soft, meaning they can't handle yoke. Can't handle, I'm preaching too good. They can't handle burden. And so they can't handle nothing, so they just run. And God says, you got to let them deal with the yoke or the burden I've given them because I laid it on them. And what the Bible says, let them be silent about it. In other words, God says, let them say something about it. God says, I'm not interested in your complaining. Mama, this is real tough. Well, it's good for you. Please understand? When you exercise and you ain't been in the gym in 17 years, and you go in there that first time, you think you're about to just go and be with the Lord. Some of y'all say, I'd just much rather, I'd just rather just, just die. I just, this is too hard. You know, you got the 15 pounds. <laughs> Are you here? This clock said I got four minutes. Are you here? I ain't even got past the introduction. All right. Watch this. We go, go to Lamentations 4. Lamentations 4. Lamentations 4. Now, remember, we're dealing with Lamentations from the context of two things, your life and America. Who wrote Lamentations? Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Now, let me tell you what, what Jeremiah's name means. Jeremiah's name means whom God has appointed, or watch this, whom God will raise. You missed it. Jeremiah, his big dilemma, and we're going to look at it, is he keeps trying to convince people to believe him. How many folk do you keep spending all your time trying to get to love you and to do right by you and to do and all that? And God is saying, if you just hush, Jeremiah, I'm the one that will raise you. Are you trying to make friends with this one and make friends with that one and get all that? And God said, oh, that's nice. But Jeremiah, at the end of the day, I'm the one. And Jeremiah's big quandary in life is that he tries to convince people that don't want to be convinced. How much of your time are you wasting trying to convince somebody that ain't going to be convinced? They love me. They just don't know how to show it. Well, when you learn how to show it, come back. Right. 
I know they want to be with me. It's just a tough time for them in their life right now. Lament, I got two minutes. Lamentations 4.16. You there? 4.16. The face of the Lord scattered them. He no longer regards them. Watch this. The people do not respect their priest, nor show favor to the elders. Now there it's not, it's not connotating age. It's talking about the, the leaders of the people. You understand? God, God says, America has gotten to such a place to where they think they could possibly make an accusation against the priests of the nation. What happens in a country where you wouldn't think twice about saying anything negative about a preacher to where you'll put him on front street and blast him out on national television because of something you think is going on? And the sad thing about it is the church is so out of order, pastors were saying, oh, that's God doing that. Are you crazy? The Bible says the church judges the world, not the world judges the church. God would never use the world to judge us. Never. We judge them and the angels too. I'm going to say it. Watch this. They, they don't respect the priest. And God says that's why they're so jacked now. They think the pastor is supposed to be they, 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 they playboy or something. He better have a good word for me. You better study to show yourself approved. <laughs> he better play like I play or I'm going to go down the street. Okay. Is that supposed to be a threat or something, baby? Because in case you didn't know, God is the source in this house. I, I can't speak for nobody else's house. I, I can't speak for nobody else's church. But in this house, God is the source. And in your life, one of the reasons you keep being so scared of folk is, is, is because you think they're your source. Go, go, to, go to five and three. Lamentations five and three. I'm just about through. Y'all all right? Lamentations five and three. We have become orphans and waifs. Our mothers are like widows. In other words, he says, all uh, uh, mothers are like widows. What is a widow? A single woman. God says, in, God says, America now is full of single women. And let me talk about the body. Full of single women that are looking. All they want to see is just a man. It's amazing. The cards and stuff I get from my members, and they touch my heart. Thank you for showing me what a man looks like. I ain't seen, I ain't seen one. And I, I'm just telling you what the cards say. I'm, I'm not, don't be the bishop. I just, listen, go on somewhere with all that. Because a, a man is not perfect, but he handles his business. He tends his garden. And when he makes a mistake, he's not prideful, so he will, he'll repent. And he'll say, listen, I, I could have did that better. I, I could have did that right. See, the problem is most men, men, we got to get this. And, man, I'm speaking to us tonight and those watching on the Internet and those watching this video, you got to hear me. Get out of Adam's nature. See, because Adam changed, but he changed too late. He changed, but only after God says there's a cherubim here that's going to keep you from your family. Eve was still in Eden, but God says, Adam, you get out of the garden and you go till the ground, but you can't come up in Eden no more. 
Man, we cannot wait until it's too late to change. Now is the time to change. Now is the time to get your stuff together. Well, Bishop, when this happened, when this, oh, forget all that. It's time now. Touch somebody and say now. now. Uh, what's this? Uh, what's this? Go, 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 to verse, go to verse 14. The elders have ceased gathering at the gate and the young men from their music. What does that represent? It says our young people are so distracted, they've left passion to pursue acceptance. Young Hebrew boys, they would study in what was called a yeshiva. Yeshiva is simply a school of training in the Hebrew culture. And in that, one of the things they would do is because every Hebrew letter had a note that corresponded with it. So most of the Hebrew boys would also learn music. And it was a passion for them because in the times of the Bible, everybody wasn't trying to be a basketball player and a rapper. Everybody wanted to be a rabbi and a priest. That's what everybody wanted to do. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So in all that, God says, they've left their passion to pursue being accepted by folk. Uh, I'm not going to finish this. Watch this. Uh, the joy of our heart has ceased. Our dance turned into mourning. Here, here it is. Here's the juice. The crown has fallen from our head. Woe to us, for we have what? Say sin. Now. I'm going to teach in the, in the next few weeks about this. God's problem was they had gotten to the point to where they would not even repent because they were so full of pride. See, his problem was, see, let me, let me help you understand something. So you keep beating yourself up because you make mistakes. God says, all I need you to do is repent. God says, my problem with them is not that they sinned. My problem was, was that they refused to repent for their sin. And they felt like I owed them something. Yeah, somebody that won't apologize to you because they, they and really, they think, well, I'll apologize for this, but I'm not going to apologize for that. Well, then keep the whole thing. I don't want none of it. Because if, if, God says, my issue with the children of Israel is they transgressed, willingly disobeyed. And refuse to be repent about it. Not be sorry, but repent. Because sorry produces sorry. And if you're sorry, it's because you're sorry. God says repent. Turn from. See, you know the problem with most folk in the body of Christ is we try to rehabilitate the old man. And he's unrehabilitatable. That's what the Bible says. Kill him. He, you can't give him five steps to change. You can't do nothing for the old man. You got to kill him. And most folk in the body of Christ are trying to rehabilitate him. And God says, I just need you to kill him. Because dead folk can't do nothing. It's, it's too quiet in here. What's this? Y'all give me two minutes. Now I say y'all be saying go, and then y'all be, y'all all right? God says, say Jeremiah, whom God will raise. Jeremiah was also Cohen. Cohen is really K O H E N. 
he, he was a member of the priestly family. He's a, he, he was entitled to be a priest. Oh, I says, 1 Peter 2.9, I'm not going to go there, but you know what it says. You are a chosen people. You are a royal nation, a holy priesthood. Where did we start? God has made us to sit in heavenly places. God says, the only problem I got with my body now is they won't sit down and wear their crown. They keep responding to stuff the way unsaved folk respond. And they watch CNN and now they worried and scared. And God is saying, my problem is, is I made you to be a king and a priest. So why are you living in the lowest caste of the system? Uh, Watch this. God's problem with the Israelites, and you can look through all of Jeremiah and Lamentations. God's problem was their obscene religion. God says, my problem with the children of Israel is they got obscene religion. They're worshiping stuff that I made. How do you know you're worshiping it? Because it gets your devotion. It gets your time. What does religion mean? Say, Bishop, what doth religion meaneth? It means strange beliefs, rituals, patterns, and habits. Oh, if y'all will help me do this thing, I can stay in the two minutes I asked you for. God says, my problem with the body is that they twist stuff. And their mind is all jacked up. Calling that serving me. God says they believe some strange stuff these days. That's why I had show you the scriptures. Ain't enough to say Bishop said. No, you need to see what it said for yourself. Have somebody talking to one of our DMEs saying, you know, well, how, how did he get his education and how he do this and how he do and all. And I said, listen, you, you got the nerve with your unlearned self because somebody gave you a deacon certificate. You think you know something. I said, my stuff checks. You can check it out. I know what I'm preaching about. Why he become a bishop? The Lord, because I took the shortcut. It's called obedience. How he over 273 church. I listen, and that's your problem. You don't listen, so God won't give you nothing. Think because you can preach, that means something. God got God, thousands of good preachers. God says, I need somebody that's going to shut up and do what I say. That's how God did it for me that quick. Tell somebody to say the accelerated plan. How he do this and how he do that. I listen. Try it.
You know, the worst thing was if somebody that's totally unlearned tries to challenge the word. Now, Bishop, can you explain? Because I thought, and that's your point. You don't know. Come on. You don't, I ain't never heard it like that before. That's the problem. You missed it. That's the problem. God says, what y'all doing now is obscene. This is too heavy for Wednesday night. I should have saved this to some other conference or something. I should have took this to Dallas next uh, when I'm going to Dallas. I, no, I'm going to be here. I'm just saying. I, 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 you understand? I, I got to travel. Watch this. Watch this. Jeremiah 37. Write it down. Jeremiah 37. Write it down. Jeremiah has a prophecy. His prophecy is, since y'all won't listen to me no more, God's told me that uh, the Babylonians are going to come and burn the city down, and they're going to destroy the temple. You, you, know, you know what the saved folk did? They threw them in the prison. A ain't it amazing that sometimes the world can treat you better than blood-bought, sanctified, tongue-talking Jesus giving honor to God who's the head of my life, passing friend. Ain't it amazing? Well, I, says, I gotta get this point because th this is the whole meat of what God needed me to say to us tonight. Go to Jeremiah 7, 15. Jeremiah 7, 15. 15 through 17. Am I helping you? Jeremiah 7, 15. What's this? Jeremiah 7, verse 15. When you have it, say amen. And I will cast you out of my sight as I have cast out all of your brethren, the whole posterity of Ephraim. Therefore, do not pray for this people, nor lift up a cry or prayer for them, nor make intercession to me, for I will not hear you. Now, remember, God's problem with them is they're what? Obscene religion, obscene beliefs. The belief that you can treat folk any old kind of way and think you got an open door into their life anytime. That's obscene. That's just ridiculous. You think you can be strung out all these years and just come back and say, hey, I'm home. That's obscene. It's obscene. It just is. God says, Jeremiah, stop praying for them. Because I made my mind up. Some people only change when it hurts that they have to. How much of your time have you spent trying to fix stuff that God said, leave it alone? Yeah, okay. I'm, this is the whole juice of what I'm trying to get. How much time do we spend trying to fix stuff that God says, leave it? But God, aren't you a God of change and restoration and all this? And God says, I said, leave it. So he orders Jeremiah, Jeremiah, do not pray for them, nor make intercession, because I'm not going to listen to you. Here, here's what God was saying. Jeremiah, I know, since you got such a big heart, Jeremiah, so you don't understand love, Jeremiah, because love is two-sided. Love is l compassion and truth. I can't, I can't even get into that tonight. It's two-sided. Love just don't mean do what you want to do. Hit me when you want to, when you want to, when you want to, and I'm supposed to just take that. Love is truth and compassion. How many of y'all getting beat up emotionally calling it love? They ain't going to say nothing to me, Charmaine. They ain't going to say nothing to me. Watch this. Watch this. God says, Jeremiah, 
Stop wasting your time. In other words, he says, Jeremiah, you've had a pretty tough life. You've been wailing and crying all these years, and they refuse to listen to you, and they throw you in prison. You, you've been trying to change stuff that God says, listen, I understand that's the campaign, change, change, change. God says some stuff you need to let die. Some stuff, God says, is unrepairable. Bishop, but prove that by Scripture. Jesus said, the poor you'll have with you always. What does that mean? Some people will never change. Go to Jeremiah 14, 14, 14, 14. Ah. I'm sorry, I'm 14 minutes over tonight. Is that okay? I'm sorry. Excuse me, I'm not sorry. I, I, I apologize. I am not sorry. Amen. And I'm serious about that. When you, when you do something, don't be saying I'm sorry. You're always going to be sorry. Jeremiah 14, verse 11. The Lord said to me, do not pray for this people for their own good. For their good. When they fast, I will not hear their cry. And when they offer burnt offering and grain offering, I will not accept them. But I will consume them with the what? Sword. What does the sword represent? Word. By famine. What does famine mean? The lack of it. God says, what I've been doing to my body is I've been starving them. Because I'm getting ready to overthrow. And when I overthrow, the houses that hear my voice and the shepherds that hear my voice and follow my voice, God says, that's the places where I'm going to send my folk. See, that's why 09 is the year of the harvest for Final Harvest Christian Center, because God has been setting us up the whole, the whole good. And I make no apologies for taking over. I, I make no apologies for doing what God has ordained for this ministry to do. Because it's an overthrow. I don't believe that. Watch it. The word of the Lord is sure. If it be God, it be God. And not just this house because it's a kingdom thing. It's, what I says, what I says, the word of the Lord was, God says, that's what my bishop told me like this. He said, the way it's going to happen is, is that it's going to be so quick. It's going to, he said, it's going to be so sudden. You're going to have to look back in 30 days and say, whoo. <laughs> 13. Then I said, ah, Lord God, behold, the prophets say to them, you shall not see the sword, no shall you see famine, but I will give you assured peace in this place. And the Lord said to me, these prophets prophesy lies in my name. I have not sent them, commanded them, nor spoken to them. They prophesy to you a false vision, divination, or what does that mean? Fortune telling. A worthless thing and the deceit of their heart. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who did prophesy my name, who I did not send or say, sword and famine shall not be in this land. By sword and famine, those prophets shall be consumed. Watch this. Say, I am seated in heavenly places. Watch this. Here's what God says. I need you not to enable dysfunction. God says, there's some of y'all that the reason some folk ain't changing is because you enabled them not to change. Because you make excuses for them. You come up with reasons for them. 
you got all kinds of, well, this wasn't there, and they didn't have this, and they didn't have this. Take them issues and them tissues to the Lord. Because here's what God says. God says, God says, say war against the saints. And, and I'm going to have to just teach this. Uh, uh, I got so much I got to teach in this month. So services is up. I got, <laughs> I got a lot to get you so that, you, that you're ready to go. But, but hear, me, hear me tonight. God says, what I need out of your life is I need you to realize that if you have any other source, I will let everything fail. And, and God says, what I need you to understand is that you are a king seated in heavenly places. So as long as you keep responding like the world, your finances get hit, you stop giving. God says, as long as you keep responding like mere peasants, Bishop, that's pretty strong to say, because didn't Jesus, didn't he, didn't he encourage us to give to the poor and all? Yes. But the Bible says when you lend to the poor, give to the poor, you're lending to the Lord, and he will repay you. And I'm going to teach you that in a few weeks. In a few months. I'm backed up by like 84 series. <laughs> I'm backed up. Amen. Everybody stand to your feet tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, what, what, what's, what's the whole meat tonight is if you go outside without your crown, don't be surprised when you're not treated like what you are. Met somebody that that carries an aura. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.